Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com forward slash swoopsworld. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's audibletrial, A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-A-L.com forward slash swoopsworld. You're listening to the Talk Story Radio Network. Welcome to another edition of Swoops World, right here on the new Talk Story Radio Network. Swoops World, where you get all you need to know about arts, culture, news, and happiness. Our number, if you want to give us a call tonight, is 562-912-3444. You can always email us at swoopsworld at gmail.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. Once again, if you want to give us a call, that number is 562-912-3444. Now just sit back and enjoy Another edition of Swoop's World on the new Talk Story Radio Network. another edition of Swoops World Late Night. It is going to be a big night. We got uh, Anthony Davis on. Got to chat with him for a while and talk about a lot of things that have been happening recently in, uh, in the world of sports and, uh, and other things as well. And uh, it's been a couple of weeks since we were last on, so we, uh, we'll just jump right into that here in just a second. Glad you all could join us. We're going to take our first break and come back and uh, get Anthony on the line. You're listening to Swoops World on the Talk Story Radio Network. And uh, we're going to listen to the Alter Billies. This is called uh, Big Boy. Back after this. Listen up, my friends. Won't you read it here? Take a bite the biggest demon in the world.
This is Joe Walsh. I'm speaking on behalf of Rad. It's okay to rock and roll, right? But don't drive home drunk. If you're drunk, call me up. I have a limo. I'll come and get you. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, Rad, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. You are listening to the Talk Story Radio Network. And welcome back to Swoops Row. It's time to get our good friend Anthony Davis on the line. So let's go ahead and give him a call right now. Welcome back to the show, our good friend and colleague, Anthony Davis, a USC great, five-time national champion, two-time All-American, and uh, moved on into the CFL and the USFL and the WFL and the NFL and every other FL there is. How you doing, man? Everywhere. I'm doing fine. <laughs> doing fine. How are you? Doing great, brother. Glad, glad, glad to have you back on the show and a chance to chat. It's been a couple of weeks, but... Uh, Let's just get right into it, man. Uh, you know, I was listening to uh, the Dodger game the other day on the radio as I was driving, and uh, I realized I don't know anybody in that team anymore, man. All these names they were coming up with, I don't. I, I look, I haven't followed them real well, real close this year, but a lot, of, a lot of new names, man. A lot of new faces, huh? Well, a lot of them said Kershaw is the only one anybody knows. I mean, he, he's the household name, but everyone else is just there. I mean, it seems to be a decent nucleus of ball players, but you know, you know how LA is, and you need you need a marquee star. You know, and every and historically, that's always been the lead from USC, uh, the Dodgers, the Lakers, you know, even the Clippers. So, but no, it's just like a it's just a bunch of no names. But hey, they're in first place. So I mean, what else you can do? <laughs> and, they, and, they, and, and they tend to still have their their fan base. So and. Uh, so as long as they keep winning, and, and Gonzo Gonzalez, he, he seems like the one that's carrying the team. So it's Kershaw and Gonzalez are the key, key, key names on that team. And, uh, yeah, and Kershaw's still out. They expect him to come back soon. They're hoping he can come back soon. And uh, I guess they put two other guys on, on the uh, injured reserve yesterday. So um, even though they're, uh, you know, they're going through these things, they're still, they're still holding off in first place. So uh, something to be said for that. Right. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, it's 
I mean, obviously they're solid players. They may not be the, the, the big names, but they're solid. And what they're playing is a, is a, in, uh, a unit. And Roberts, uh, the coach, is doing a great job. So, I mean, if they can stay a distance of San Francisco, which I said last year, uh, and, you know, the beginning of spring, you know, we, we, we talked about this earlier this year, uh, the team to beat was San Francisco. And I still think the team is to beat San Francisco. It's not over yet. There's only two games out. Anything can happen, but the San Francisco is the team to beat, period. Yeah. Everywhere, you know, because they've been a consistent team in baseball for the last three years. Right, right, right. In the American League, in, Parkland, in America, they get Kansas City. So, I mean, they were there back-to-back, and then they won the World Series. So, uh, so those are two teams in the American League and in the National League to win, to be far as I'm concerned, just based on their consistency. Right. Do you, uh, you know, do you see, I mean, who, who do you think has an outside shot? Uh, in terms of what, the, 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 in the National League? Yes. No, I mean, the, the, the outside shot is the Dodgers. I mean, I don't see anybody else. I mean, in 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 in, in baseball period, and nationally, and in and in, in, in American League, uh, it's you know it's always the Yankees and everyone else. But uh, but but the, the team to beat there, like I said, is Kansas City. I don't see any any outside teams who just really 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 coming through uh, and just knocking them off. But I could be wrong, mm-hmm. you know. Well, but see, until, until until it's over, those are the teams to win. Right. Those are the teams. That... There we go. Yeah, uh, and 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 uh, you know we'll keep our eye open. You know, this is that time of year where we're going to you know, hit ready down, hit down the final stretch. So it, it'll be interesting to see who, uh, who whether it stays the same or if we see anything anybody making a big run towards the uh, towards the end. Well, I think I think again. And the, the Dodgers, they, I mean, with the Giants, they're going to make a run. Right. Uh, you might have some other people that make a run toward Kansas City. The Kansas City's right there, too. So those are the two teams you have to win. So you got to knock the two, the, the, the champions off. Right. And, and, you know, if you don't do that, it means nothing for him concerned. I mean, it's playoffs at the pro, everybody's getting paid and whatever. But at the end of the day, you got to knock those guys off to so be considered even a contender. What? And then it's Go ahead. It's a whole new ballgame when you knock them out. You see, because if, they, if if those two teams are in the playoffs, then those are the teams definitely to beat because they'll be back in the playoffs contending for a championship. Right. And people tend to forget that. Until they're knocked off, it's still the reigning champion. And that's in anything. That's in anything. You take football. The Broncos are the ones you got to knock off. You know, you got contenders coming through, but you got to knock them off. They're still the champions until somebody else is crowned. And that's, and yeah, and that's, that's like you said, that's, that's with every sport. That's with every sport. Every sport. Another thing that made the news this, this week, you know what, you know what, Eddie, let me, uh, I'm having some audio sound problems. Let's, Let's take a quick break, and uh, let me call you right back, and I'm going to see if I can fix this. Absolutely. All right. You listen to Swoop Show on the Talk Show Radio Network. we got uh, Anthony Davis as our guest. We're going to take a quick, quick break and uh, come right back and, uh, and see if we can fix this little uh, audio problem I'm having back after this. Hi, this is Kelly Z. 
Casey Regan. We're from Music You Can See and Ameriblues.com and Kelly's Live. We are swooping it at Swoops World. back with ad anthony davis and uh that sounds a little bit better i, I don't know what the problem was but uh i think we might have it worked out man so uh i was going to switch to something else here real quick uh well you know as we were talking here one of the things that popped up in the news this week uh is one of those things that we you and i have talked about before that you know things things happen people have things going on in their life and we see, hate to see these stories but todd marinovich uh you know an sc guy and uh uh, you know, he had some problems, you know, throughout his career, but uh, it sounds like he was doing some good things over the last few years, but uh, apparently he, he got arrested this week. Uh, they thought he was under the influence of something. They found him naked uh, in somebody else's yard. Uh, more is going to come out on this, I'm sure, but uh, kind of a sad story, isn't it? Yeah, it is, you know, and I've known Todd for over 20 years and, and uh, had a promising career come out of USC. And, you know, it's just one of those unfortunate things, you know. Uh, when that drug thing gets on you, it's, it's, it's always a uh, and you never know. So he had a great support group around him and, until that happened. He was doing well. He's a great artist. And he might have been something. I mean, maybe something. Maybe taking some medication or something. Maybe, who knows, that's some of the reports that probably clicked him back in. Right. And anything you do, you got to watch it. I mean, if you're just taking some regular medication, for something for illness and that'll kick you back right in sometimes you know and it's really unfortunate absolutely i, I wish him the best i just wish him the best you know i mean now you you got to be content with his life now because that's the next step if you don't get control of that it's interesting you know? we've talked to i've uh, talked to a number of people uh that have gone through you know different programs you know aa and and uh, all these types of things, and and they say that uh, you know if you, any, anybody I know, friends of mine, they'll tell you, you know, they're they're still an alcoholic or they're still a you know, they're still a drug addict, even though they haven't taken any for you know years and years and years. It's they're, they're, they fight that battle for the rest of their lives. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, his father, his father, his father. You know, a lot of people think that his father was a driven guy and stuff like that, and that's how. Uh, And they thought he roots a lot of the stuff, but, you know, he was a driver, but, I mean, he uh, told people that, you know, what he used to do, but, but still, yeah. there's, there's no reason for him to be caught up into the drug situation like that. Right, right. What's, uh, what are you seeing, uh, you know, uh, in, in we, we talk about this, you know, every just about every time we talk, but we're getting closer to, getting closer to the 
you know, season starting. Uh, what are you hearing about the uh, the Trojans? Uh, how they're looking and uh, coming heading into uh, the season? Well, the thing is for the Trojans, you know, I think pound for pound, they have the talent as good as anybody in the country. But the thing is, is like I've said before, always systematic. They've had three coaches in five years, and that's what happens. Yeah. If you don't, if you, you got to get a system down. And the, the challenge is getting everybody on page as far as I'm concerned, the coaching, the players. It's going to be a big challenge because they're playing on Alabama in the first game, and that's, that is really into the fire when you're dealing with that. You're dealing with the reigning champions, and uh, <laughs> that's going to be tough. And there's going to be a way at a neutral site. So, I mean, you don't know. A lot of people say 85. Some people say it might shock people just went on win back, back, back 12 and, and compete again against Stanford because Stanford's a team to beat in the conference. So that's all I'm hearing. That's the talk I'm hearing, and that's, just, that's what I've seen. But if they, if they, if they get that, that academic part of the game on track, it's academic for FC. It's not talent. It's academic. Right. You know, the same thing. I think you'll feel great. You, you'll still be competing quality football. But that's the key. One of the things you just mentioned, and we hear it a lot, and and I, I want to ask you, as a, as a former professional athlete and collegiate athlete, does a does a neutral site really even things out? Well, not really. I mean, not. I mean, not really at all. Uh, a lot of people, I think, that's a myth in some cases. Yeah, I think I think it was truly. If they're home, that'll make a difference. If it's truly USC, that'll make a difference. But it is a neutral site, and anything can happen, but I don't believe in that. Well, uh, it, it, it's, all, it's all in the preparation of the two coaches. Really what it boils down to is, is uh, my Warriors against yours, and who is prepared to, to take on the task. That's what it is. And that's pretty much any, any type of thing, but. Uh, it's who's more prepared. And the thing is, most of us say, well, Alabama's definitely established and more prepared. They they are a well-oiled machine. And FC really, frankly, is not in terms of the systematic system and how everything is going to be run. But it uh, doesn't make any difference. It's who's well-oiled and who's ready. Yeah. And especially when, you know, one of the things I know about collegiate football, you know, there's collegiate fans all over the all over the country. I mean, you can bring in just about any any major team, any uh, Division One team to any city, and, and they got enough people that are going to fill half the stands. So you're, you're still going to have a, a big uh, a big crowd for each team, no matter where they play. But I, I think I think it's more important is uh, how prepared they actually are. Absolutely, absolutely. Still on the still on the sports segment. Uh, of this we just we just came off the uh, the Olympics last week. Uh, uh, things were running pretty smoothly. Things were looking pretty good, and then these swimmers kind of kind of fabricate a story. You know, like you said, we've talked about things so many times over the years uh, about athletes' uh, behavior off off the field and whatnot. Uh, why do these guys constantly, uh, you know, get in get in these these weird situations where they have these weird stories come out and then these guys they fabricate a, a crime and it's just I mean, we hear stuff you know yearly uh whether it's name your sport or name your season we we, we always kind of to hear these things you know people want to say well you know a lot of them are young and stuff but you know this this guy's 30 you know the main guy is 32 years old he's he's been around been around the block for a little a bit been to several olympics uh 
Why do you think this happens uh, quite frequently? Well, first of all, you got caught up with that alcohol. First of all, what are you doing taking alcohol in a foreign country, doing that out at 4 o'clock in the morning anywhere? You don't, you don't even, you're not out at 4 o'clock in the morning you know, in the United States. But in a foreign country, and you know the reputation of Rio, what's going on, but that wasn't, didn't play a place, that didn't play a, in a part of what he did. You know, you know, they've had a problem, they've had civil, civil unrest, they've had problems economically in the, in, in the country, in the town. You've been warned to watch where you went, and I'm sure all the Nike athletes were warned when they went over there. And so, first of all, they should have never been out. They should have never been drinking like that. Okay. And the problem is, when alcohol's involved, there's always a problem. And obviously, he doesn't do this the first time. He's had a history of this yeah. based on what, what the talk is now. So, uh, any athlete who, 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 especially with the Olympics, if you represent the United States, represent the Olympic team, you, sh you should know better. You should be at your best behavior at all times. And for him to fabricate something like that, that's just, that's, that's off the chart. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's going to pay a price for that. You know, but he doesn't know how you can be replaced. There are great swimmers in the United States. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he was off the, the 2020 Olympic team. I mean, it wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me at all. Matter of fact, that's the talk anyway. Well, that's the talk. Uh, 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 a report came out today that Hope Solo, the goalie for the women's team, who uh, made some comments after they lo after their loss, has just been suspended. And then they say at the end of her suspension, her contract for the national team will not be renewed. So uh, there there will be no more Olympics for her, or no more national national uh, competition for her if this uh, report is correct. So you're absolutely right. It is a good chance he he's done. Well, look, look what amazes me, me being a former athlete on a professional level, all levels. Uh, Bobby, how these athletes do this and think they can get away with it? And, you know, they had to, and now everybody's got to put a foot down because the image of our images are, are off. But you can't do that. You can't run your mouth. You can't say certain things. You can't have baggage, you know, and represent, you know, teams and organizations and, and a group of people. These people are off the chart. You know, they need to pay a price for it, period. Yeah. And, when, when, you know, the Olympics is probably the, the biggest stage uh, when, when it comes to, you know, uh, amateur sports. Um, and, you know, you're, you're, you're there representing your country. So it's, it's more than, you know, it's even more than, like, you know, you always say you, rep, you, know, you represent the brand when you know, people are participating for a school or for a professional team. Uh, but uh, these people are representing the entire country, so uh, I, I figure there's going to be some harsh punishments along with along with these things. And I think it's going to, it's not going to get. I think, like you said before, they're coming down harder these days. They've had enough a lot of this stuff. So I think, uh, I think we're going to see more of this uh, when people mess up. Uh, swift, uh, swift, swift it's reaction. Gonna, it's going to be a no, no nonsense thing because look, you can't be replaced. Yeah. If you take things vegetable, you're not. You can be replaced. You might not be totally protected. You you you, get, you will be replaced. You will be replaced uh, just because because of that that image. So it's a no nonsense thing going on now. One of the things that people were talking about is the the the, the wide margin of uh, medals that the U.S. won this year. Uh, and um, one of the things that somebody said, well. You know, regardless of what you say, if they cheat or not, the Russians weren't there, and they usually uh, take take a bunch of medals too. Do you think the wide margin uh, was we were just that much better this time around, or do you think the 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 loss of all those Russian athletes uh, had a void? 
Well, the, the loss of the Russian athlete made a big part, but the father, if you cheat, you cheat. And I think it would have been a it would have been would have been a big margin anyway. Even if the Russian was there, but not as big as this. Yeah. This is this this is this was a mile gap. But but it's, I believe the United States would have won the majority medals, but not as far because the Russians weren't there. One of the things that happens quite frequently with the Olympics uh, over the last, you know, over over my lifetime, you know, we've had boycotts, we've had this, we've had that, and people tend to want to put an asterisk just about each time. I, I think when you got a whole team that's been, not a whole team, some they have some Russian athletes there, but when you have a majority of the team that didn't show up because they cheated, uh, there's no need for an asterisk. I heard somebody saying, well, it should be an asterisk for this Olympics. I, I, I don't see that, do you? No, not at all. I mean, it shouldn't be that. It just, they did the best they can eliminating the cheaters and everything else. But, uh, you know, that's it. And they did the best thing, and, and, and they're trying to combat it. But but, but don't put action around the Olympics. You know, that, that's, that's awful. Yeah, I agree. You know, and, and they caught they caught the body of people that were cheating anyway. So why well, even think about doing that? That's ridiculous. Some of the some of the some of the sports, uh, you know, some of the sports you see, and, and, and some of the rules that go along with some of those sports, uh, I can't imagine, you know, training uh, for four solid years and and and, comp- and then all these competitions to to kind of get to this point and, and and get to the make make the Olympic team and then get on the Olympic team and then get DQ'd. I saw a guy get DQ'd on a false start on one of the tracks, one of the track uh, heats, and. He was a, I guess he was a gold medal contender. It was going to be his last Olympics, and uh, I mean, the guy just just broke down in tears. It's got to be a lot on an athlete uh, in these situations. Well, it happens. I mean, that's sport, that's life. You know, some things are not going to work out to 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 your advantage, and that's how it goes. Yeah, there's just. <laughs> I guess I guess it's the same as the guy in, in the last year of his uh, last year of his uh, collegiate career or his high school career or his pro career. It's kind of you know there's no more after this, and you you kind of you kind of want the best, and and you just want a fair. Well, it is a fair shot, but you just want your shot, and it's it's kind of I think it's 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 interesting to see on, on this on this stage because everybody kind of knows these guys have, uh, you know, they've waited four years to to, to compete at this level again. And then you see something like that. Somebody steps out the bound or gets bumped out of out of a lane or gets tripped. It's it's almost heartbreaking to watch. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, there's, you know, like I said, that happens, and God, that's really unfortunate. But it is what it is, and and you know, I can look back in my career. I mean, I had all the fame in, in the pro level, all over and stuff. But uh, uh, based on my stats and stuff, and injuries got me, and, and some wrong moves I made. And uh, and that's and that's what happened to me. So I can relate to that. But I mean, still, I mean, I wasn't trading what I did in accomplishment, both sports. But you know, but I made some mistakes, and and that's what happened. Yeah. The uh, yesterday there was a big uh, groundbreaking ceremony over at uh, uh, over at uh, Exposition Park, uh, where they tore you know tore down the. Uh, the sports arena, and they'll be putting up a, a big new soccer field for a professional team. Looks like uh, Magic Johnson's got his uh, part, part owner, Anthony Robbins, a uh, uh, couple other names that we, we see quite frequently here in L.A. that are, that are kind of movers and shakers. What do you think about that? I mean, you know, that, that, that uh, sports arena, it, it, it served its purpose. It was there for a long time. Lakers played there, and Clippers played there, and 
So, uh, you know, concerts and stuff. But, you know, time moves on. Uh, what do you think about this new uh, professional L.A. soccer team that's going to be coming and then the new stadium they're building? Well, first of all, the Clippers should have their own place or move out of the city uh, and create their own market and their own identity. And, yeah, it, it, you know, it, it, it serves its purpose. That's, that's a good venue for the soccer. They're doing real well. And, uh, and yeah, that would be a good move. That would be a good thing for a fresh up faced us for the Coliseum area. I mean, they, I think they get to would stay cold and nasty from the, the Coliseum anyway in that whole area. If they get to face on the Coliseum, you know, it would be a nice venue for people to come to. I think the soccer venue would be nice. Yeah. Well, I would, do you think that uh, once that's built, then there's no I – mean, we we talk about uh, they're still going to build uh, still going to build that football stadium or – uh, do you think the do you think the Coliseum is is still going to be around? I mean, I, it's got so much history. Uh, it's a place that I like to go, but uh, a lot of you know, a lot of things, a lot of people on a professional level want to see some changes there. Do you think the it's going to survive with all the new uh, new growth? Well, if, if, if FC has the last word on it, it'll be there forever because they have the master league and they want and they want to. We do that thing, and it's, I think they want to put in three hundred fifty million dollars. I think that's, I don't know if that's the correct number to renovate that 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 place to make it a nice place for the children to play. Yeah. But then also, in the next two years is going to be a place for the Rams. I don't know how they're going to be do all the construction and stuff with the two teams there, but they're looking to make it a better place. And with the addition of what they're going to do here with the, with the sports arena, it should be a nice place. I know a lot of people like to see the upgrade of the area all a period of, a period around the area. To be better, but I think that's the master plan for the UFC down the road for just not only the Coliseum but that area in general. One of the interesting things around there is the, the parking. Uh, I, I, you know, the stadium seats so many people, and, and it seems like there's never enough parking. And, and this has always been—it's always been a situation. You know, you know, people are parking off off-site. Uh, you know, people's houses and stuff, and, and other lots on the outside. I heard uh, a report. This past weekend, and we're talking preseason NFL game, people paid eighty dollars to park. And then somebody else was saying they were they parked in a hundred dollar lot. Uh, that's just crazy. Well, I don't know how you can avoid that. The city, the, the, the city might have to step into it and do something and, and police that. I don't know how you can gouge the people like that. And you know, this is an NFL game. What's the difference between an NFL game and a college game? But I mean, I think the city has to step into that and uh, and have a, a talk with these property owners in terms of how they regulate this parking. That's insane. Put it this way: you never, you'll never have me go over there and park. <laughs> been, you know, I, 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 I barely park in the exhibition parking. This is what what uh, they charge. So, but but you're right. Eighty bucks and hundred dollars. That's outrageous. Yeah. But you know, they got to do something, and then they're gonna they're gonna do that for the next couple of years until they get that stadium done in Inglewood. But I don't see that. That's ridiculous. Uh, absolutely, absolutely, and, and and I'm surprised people actually pay it because, I, like you said, I, I I barely pay what they what they charge to get in the, into the regular lot, let alone let alone going the other route. So uh, I, I don't know if they're trying to force people. It just seems to me that it's, it's, they know how many uh, people fit into you know the stadium seats. Uh, they know how many employees it takes to run the stadium. It seems like there should be enough parking uh, on site uh, to uh, attend the game there. Just doesn't make sense to me. Well, well, put it this way: we know the crunky thing with the Rams, and even that's what it will be on site. You have enough parking, and uh, 
And I said, but the FC, they, they, got, they, they, they have to combat that problem, too. So it's not only the NFL, but it's the USC as well. Oh, it's, it's you know been I mean? that way. It's been that way forever. When I, when I had season tickets to the Raider games, um, it was the same way. I, I just happened to have a, the – I paid for the parking. But. Right. Right. That's, that's, it's always been that way. But the city needs to get involved some kind of way. You know, it's unbelievable. <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's let's switch to the other topic of this time of this time of year. Uh, the, the, the the politics, the, the the presidential race. We we uh, every week every week we hear something, and you know this week's this week we're hearing about Hillary Clinton's got some, uh, some more more email problems, uh, problems with the the, the, the they they are alleging that people paid. Paid the foundation to get a seat with the uh, Secretary of State. Uh, you have uh, uh, Trump apparently backing off of his uh, his immigration plan. Uh, you know, kind of kind of softening up on that and, and, and changing and firing people and his 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 team and hiring new people. And, and it seems like every week we we hear about a bunch of problems and we don't really hear what they uh, what they really want to do or. Have them come together and hear them hear them debate or, or do press conferences or anything else. I mean, what's what's going on? Well, first of all, you got okay. You want to start with Hillary first? Yeah, let's start with I Hillary mean, first. You know, you know, Hillary. I mean, uh, the email stuff, the foundation, the money that's supposed to be given. I mean, I mean, who knows? I mean, what, what what's going to come out next? I mean, it's like, it's like everybody I talk to is like the best of the two evils, okay? You want to deal with Trump? A lot of people think Trump's dysfunctional in terms of how he delivers the message. I think Trump's a smart man overall, but sometimes the things that come out, uh, uh, he throws people off. And, you know, I've always said about Trump, if Trump can do half the stuff he says he can do, uh, he'll be a phenomenal president. But, but to see that, you know, because I only think he can do all the stuff he thinks he can do in terms of, the trade situation, the border situation, building a wall, and uh, and then now the next, the, uh, the latest thing is, you know, black voters, you know, what do you have to lose? It's, you know, vote for me. And, of course, you know, Hillary's been saying that anyway, vote for me too. So I think I think the American public is just stuck with a whirlwind and stuff not knowing what to do. And that's why now you got these, these libertarians and these other people coming up now and jumping in the race and uh, because they think it's, they think, they think it's just a grab bag presidency. I mean, uh, and a lot of people that I talk is not voting at all. And oh. then, you know, and then, and then I frankly think, and I've told people, a lot of black people don't vote, period. But a lot of black people feel that, that uh, it doesn't matter who the president is, they're going to go to the left or the right. Their, their, their life is set in goal. So you get a lot of that talk, too. And some people just can't believe the candidate, the candidates that are running for president. You know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's it's it, it, it pick pick your medicine, pick your poison. You know, so that's what that's all I hear. That's all I see, and uh, and it, there's no really no serious agenda. I mean, can you really change a lot of stuff with that stone? Can you can you say can can you set the the stuff with China and, and the, the fair trade agreement? Can you deal with the issues in the Middle East? Can you deal with the issues in Mexico? Can, can you deal with the job situation? I mean, can you deal with the immigrant situation coming across the border? I mean, a lot of issues. Right. And so who, who can really do what they say they can do? And the only thing you got to do is take a chance and see and, and, and vote one in and see if they do what they do. And it's always been that way, especially the last 30 years. 
You so, know, I think it, people, you know, you hear a lot of people talking about the fact that they're tired of they're tired of having them pick the, the the quote lesser of the two evils or the person that they, you know, you know, is, I'll take anybody other other than that person. And people want people who are ready for somebody they can get behind, and and I and, and you know see a movement uh, where people can, can get behind, and I think. Uh, it's it, this. This is one of the one of the, one of the worst ones when it comes to the, having to decide based on who you who you don't dislike the most. I think the main issue for, for the whoever become the president that they have to do, whether it's a Republican or Democrat, is that they need to solve this economic problem in this country, the job situation in this country. We've already gone through a recession. From 2007, 8, all the way to this point, people still coming out of it, and some people have not. That is the main issue they need to solve. If they can solve that, that'll be a legacy built. Until that day comes, who knows and who cares? That's what I think. The main thing is that, and everything else takes second place to that. You got to take care of this within within this country first before you think about anywhere else. And I think, I think, I frankly think uh, they need to start within here and they need to talk about the things. Because if they're going to be outsourcing and everything else, and if whatever that truly is, uh, they need to solve that first before they can talk about anything else. Do you think these, you know, we, we've talked about this in the past, they, they've, they've mentioned, uh, you know, they're supposed to have three debates. Um, the way that they both seem to act uh, during this election, if they get that first debate, personally, I don't see the other two happening. I think if if uh, Clinton is, is deemed to have won that won that debate, Trump is going to just say, you know, like he always says, he's uh, they're against me. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm, I'm done with it. Uh, if if Trump wins, you know she's going to go back to you know she hasn't done a press conference in some hundred and some days or something like that, and uh, and she's yeah. just kind of kind of just kind of do her thing where she just goes shows up for fundraisers. So I, I'm not sure we're going to get a fair a, a good a good look at the two of these actual people to actually compete. Do you do you think that we're going to see the, all three debates that are scheduled? Well, well, I think we're going to see debates, but also unless what the so-called propaganda press is saying and so. Because it is sort of propagandist. Uh, I think what they say about her, if any more stuff comes out on her about these so-called emails and everything else and the foundation and other things might pop up, you know, a lot of some people, some some political so-called experts say she, that she can self-destruct her own her candidacy, candidacy. You know, and some people say that that, that the Trump needs to stay focused on the, the issues and, 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 and drive that point hard. And uh, that stuff, but, but but some people think that she might self destruct based on what WikiLeaks is coming out with more stuff or whatever. And then if he continues what he was doing before by bashing so called bashing people, uh, that he can self destruct that way. If he stays focused, and if she and, and she hopes nothing comes out, then that's fine. I think they'll have a debate period. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think it buys Trump regardless of what happens to keep going on because you know and a lot of people think they're going to come out doing the debate that that can be detrimental to the democratic party it'll be interesting to see and i'm, and I'm looking forward to seeing when, the, when these things pop up and see what happens and see what, what how they how they book both look up, up against each other so um, we'll wait and see we'll wait and see but it's it's a strange time. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. 
AD, uh, we know that you. One of the things that's near and dear to you is is uh, is is taking care of these athletes and, and everybody else with uh, taking care of their brain. You wrote a book called "Kickoff Concussion: How to Notre Dame, How the Notre Dame Killer Recovered His Brain." Uh, we've talked a lot about uh, you know uh, uh, brain trauma here on the show and, and the things that happened to a lot of the NFL players. Tell everybody about a little bit about the book and, and about uh, things that are happening on that front. Well, the book, the book is Kickoff Concussion, done by myself and Jeremy Rosenberg. And uh, it's just an illustration of what I've gone through and how I started, you know, rekindling my thought process and my health and my brain health. And uh, I thought everybody should know about it. I was pushed to do it. Uh, I was the first player of 150 50 NFL players to get the brain scan of a, a published report and studied by the, the Amy Clinic and working with uh, the Dr. Christian Willemar and Dr. Daniel Amy, who uh, was the key in terms of, you know, how everything started. And I was the first one, and then one thing led to another. And I've just been trying to educate people from my novice standpoint. I'm not a doctor. Of my, my almost 10 years of taking the supplement program, and I've seen improvement. And a lot of people think that, you know, that's wacky stuff, but I'm a living witness of it, you know. Uh, so I just want everybody to know, and I just want to know that the game of football is great, but the game of football, it can be detrimental to your health. And once you play the game, when you get out, you better right away start treating uh, your, your brain health both on any level. And, I mean, I know there's a lot of stuff out there now. You know, when, you know, kids shouldn't play the game, and that's a big movement. Because I know uh, youth football has been down, and then I know there's been there's been an effort to try to you know teach these kids how to tackle better. Well, frankly, in my in my professional opinion, I don't really think there's anything that can avoid those kind of collisions. I mean, you can avoid some of them, but just hitting the ground and blocking and getting charged. You know, it, it, it can be harmful. So uh, I'm a champion for that. Uh, I know the National Football League and the people really don't like hearing that, but like I'm going to say, it's a great game, but it's a dangerous game. And in terms of the National Football League, I just want these these great owners to be aware of the gentlemen who made this brand and developed this brand past and present and be aware of that. So that's been my message for almost 10 years now. I was watching a UFC MMA fight over the weekend, and uh, the pounding that those guys take uh, is incredible. And, uh, you know, I don't hear too many people talking about the brain trauma uh, on those athletes, uh, but they, they've got to be suffering equally uh, into what, to what the football players are suffering. Well, well first of all, let me, let me step out of the box a little bit. First of all, the soldiers that come back, have even worse than brain trauma. Okay, those yeah. blasts once you go through. Yeah. And then the thing is when you talk about sports football, when you talk about hockey, you talk about soccer, you talk about boxing, MMA, uh, uh, all of those sports contribute to brain trauma. Okay, so everybody needs to be aware of that. And of course, you, when you're banging your head up getting banged in the MMA or boxing, that's trauma big time. That's direct. But the thing with football and hockey, all those hits that add up and add up. In the end of the day, everybody's punch drunk. At the end of the day, you have damage. At the end of the day, you know, you, 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 you're developing uh, symptoms 
that's going to send you to pre-Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and everything else, and possible stroke and everything, because everything starts at the head, because the head of the snake controls the body. So when you're damaging that, you got to be aware. And so if you're going to play these sports, you got to realize that there's a consequence to play the game. So now with this new technology, with, 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 the, with, the, with the supplements you have now, that's what you got to combat. And all, I'm, all we're advocating is Andy Clinton and, and even Dr. Amalo, even though he worked on the film with me, is advocating you got to treat this brain once you got out of the game. But even then, you're going to have some damaged situations if you don't really try to combat it. What problems with a lot of these athletes in every sport do, they, they do not take this seriously. And then down the road, they get caught in the, in the mainstream of having poor brain health and all of a sudden hits you all of a sudden. Because your brain can go, go astray anytime. Right. Anytime. So I've just been an advocate of that, because like I said, from a novice standpoint, that just through my experience with these doctors that I've talked to, it's been a. Uh, it's been, it's been a good thing for me. And I'm the living witness of, of that. So I advise people to go out, read this book, follow me, and, and hear what I have to say. Some, like I said, people say, you know, AD need to keep his mouth shut. Well, I'm not going to do that. No. I'm not good. I'm not good, I'm not good to keep my mouth shut anyway. So. <laughs> Why start now? A lot of people, a lot of people always told me, you know, you're like a disciple of Muhammad Ali. They couldn't keep his mouth shut. They're not going to keep mine shut. <laughs> you know, I admired him anyway. He was my idol anyway. So I sort of ended my, you know, you know, aligned myself with him. So I've been known to run my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, the, the the bottom line is 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 getting the information out there because, uh, like you said, a lot of these a lot of these kids, they don't think it's going to happen to them, and and by the time they realize it's too late, and education early uh, is a good thing, and if they if they get you know if they get the uh, the ed- education early and make a informed decision, uh, they they take the take the precautions they need and get on the programs they need to 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 kind of ensure that they 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 end up healthy or healthier right. when their career is over. Uh, better than right. uh, not doing anything at all and uh, suffering the consequences on, on the uh, on the backside. Absolutely. Ad, as always, man, it's it's a pleasure to have a chance to chat with you and, and talk about a lot of different things and and uh, get your take on what's going on in the world, man. I appreciate it, and uh, we'll do it again real soon, man. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Take care, Swoop. All right, you too, Ad. This is great Anthony Davis, everybody, and uh, he's a regular on the show. He always has plenty to say, plenty to talk about, and we look forward to hearing from him each week and uh, having a chance to chat with him. We're going to take a quick break and uh, come back and wrap things up. You're listening to Swoops Run on the Talkstar Radio Network, and uh, this is Brian Miles from Me to You. song for a while now I gotta find a way to let you know The days have grown so long We see you miles away Just too far for you to let it all go We prayed so much for you That you got all the grace And when you're gone We know you'll never be replaced Boys don't know it now, but they're gonna miss you too. He's 
These are just a few things you probably never knew from me to you. From me to you. This addiction is crystal clear, and we've been riding out our fears since you've been driving us to hell and back on a runaway train. There's more than life, more than life. Even though it ain't right, we won't. Be the same if you can manage to make this change. We party hard, Mom always said a day would come when you would get the best of you and knock out all the fun. And I know you still don't know how much we admire you, 'cause these are just a few things you probably never knew from me to you. This is just a little something from me to you. Stop it! You were in 105 with no signs of ever calling it quits. Now the doctor says that's it, but you take one more sip, and I'm not much for goodbye. So this is from me to you. I hope God's grace will be enough to see us through, because I know there's not much more that I can do. But hold on to those Christmas cards and thank yous, and remember. Didn't we have some kind of fun along the way? Didn't realize some people still dream about today. Now time is marching on without the past, and I used to think that we could make it last. Didn't we have some kind of fun? Marching on without the past, and I used to think that we could make it last. Oh, 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 now didn't we have some kind of fun along the way? Living life, we were living life, and I'm wondering why and what it takes for me to get through to you before this habit brings us to losing you. So from me to you. And now we have an eight-year-old on the line. Welcome to our world today. What's your question? Our continents make up 29% of the Earth's surface, meaning that 71% is comprised of water. Man automatically adapts to environmental conditions. So why do I need to take swimming lessons? Are you ready for kids who eat healthy? Good nutrition can lead to great things. To find out how a healthy lifestyle can help your child succeed, go to mypyramid.gov. Brought to you by the Ad Council and USDA. 
room for a little ride. Now you can share the topics that drive the discussions of your favorite talk shows with TalkStream Live's topic-driven talk radio. we got to talk. Let's take a drive. List and promote real-time talk radio topics or post the topics that you want to hear. Hot topics are tweeted and retweeted and include simple click-to-listen audio links. The future of talk radio is topic-driven talk radio. That's what I call real drive. Available now at TalkStreamLive.com. Talk Story Radio. Hi, this is Kelly Z. And Casey Regan. We're from Music You Can See and Ameriblues.com and Kelly's Live. We are swooping it at Swoops World. And welcome back to Swoops World and Talk Show Radio Network. And we uh, want to thank Anthony Davis for joining us today. And uh, hopefully uh, we have a chance to chat with him again real, real soon, maybe next week, and, and talk about some uh, a couple other things. We have a couple of guests lined up in the next couple of weeks uh, that you're sure, sure you're going to love, uh, a couple of musicians, and look forward to chatting with them. But until then, that's going to wrap it for us tonight. And uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. As we always say, dream as if you'll live forever. Live as if you'll die today. Good night, all. The views and opinions expressed by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Talk Story Radio, its affiliates, or sponsors. 